Well, good morning. It is Friday, June 2nd, 2023. Friday, June 2nd, 2023. Slava Ukraine, Heroium Slava. PVTV, Political Views TV Podcast. That's what you Google to find me. Uh, Tell your friends to Google Political Views TV Podcast and I'll show up right at the top of the search. Have I told you today how much I appreciate you? I really do. Very nice of you to come. Thank you. Uh, If you can, bring someone with you today or this weekend. That would be awesome. And tweet to me questions or insights or come fight with me. I've been fighting the last couple of days with some other Twitterers. At Cyberclops, C-Y-B-E-R-C-L-O-P-S on the Twitter. Uh, Yeah, don't forget, today is Friday, so don't forget to look for that Friday flaming bag of crap. Uh, left on your doorstep, that's when politicians throw something out there that they want to disappear in the 24-hour news cycle. Biden today will sign the bill. We will get to that. We will get to that. Uh, Let's start, as we usually do, with the war in Ukraine. Uh, The United States says it will stop providing Russia with some notifications required under the New START Arms Control Treaty, including updates on its missiles and launcher locations to retaliate for Moscow's ongoing violations of the accord. Uh, The U.S. State Department said it would also stop giving Russia telemetry information, remotely gathered data about a missile's flight on launches of U.S. intercontinental and submarine-launched ballistic missiles. Uh, and, and Russia, uh, make no mistake, they don't, they won't like this, and they will speak out against it today. <laughs> I'm sure of it. Uh, even though they're doing the same stuff, you know. Uh, China's Ukraine envoy has appealed to governments to stop sending weapons to the battlefield and hold peace talks. Of course, China would say that because then Ukraine would lose completely. Uh, Lee's appeal uh, comes as Washington and its European allies are ramping up supplies of missiles, tanks, and other weapons to Ukrainian forces ahead of an expected counteroffensive. Ali told reporters, China believes that if we really want to put an end to the war, to save lives, and realize peace, it is important for us to stop sending weapons to the battlefield, or else tensions will only spiral up. Uh, which is really the stupidest thing I've heard from China. All Russia has to do is withdraw from the land that is not theirs, and weapons would immediately stop. Get out of Crimea, get out of eastern Ukraine. No problem. It's done. Moving on. Uh, Ukraine's deputy prime minister says Russia uh, sowed winter crops for this year's harvest in the four regions it claims to have annexed. Uh, Victoria Abramchenko said Russia had provided state support worth 3 billion rubles, which is like $37 million, uh, to farmers in Donetsk, Luhansk, Kherson, and Zaporizhia regions. Uh, I would think that sanctions would stop any of these crops from being sold on the open market. I'm not sure how that works. Uh, Abramchenko said grain, beans, and rapeseed had been harvested on 1.3 million hectares, which is uh, like th- over three, uh, just over three uh, million acres. Uh, U- U.S. Joint uh, Chiefs of Sta- uh, Chiefs of Staff Chairman, uh, Chairman. Oh boy, let's try that again. U.S. Joint Chiefs of Staff, uh, of Staff Chairman Mark Milley 
says training for Ukrainian forces on Abrams tanks has begun. Uh, the training got underway as uh, the U.S. and its allies began to work out agreements to also train Ukrainians on F-16 fighter jets. Uh, uh, Mil- uh, Milley said, everyone recognized Ukraine needs a modernized air force. It's going to take a considerable amount of time. Uh, Ukraine lifted air uh, raid alerts on Friday morning after shooting down more than 36 missiles and drones fired by Russia overnight. Uh, Ukrainian forces in the capital, Kyiv, said they shot down 36 missiles and drones overnight, and two people were injured by follow, uh, falling debris before authorities lifted air raid alerts across the country. Governor of Russia's Belgorod region says two people uh, were killed and two injured when Ukrainian forces shelled a road in Maslova, Pristan. Uh, Russian officials have reportedly intensified attacks from northern Ukraine and said yesterday that Ukrainian troops attempted to cross the border into the Belgorod region. The first such incursion like that. Uh, uh, Vyacheslav Gladkov said the armed forces of Ukraine fired at a section of the road of the village of Maslov Prustan, Shebekinsky district. Uh, shell fragments hit cars passing by. Two women were traveling in one of them. They died on the spot from their injuries. There are two victims in the second car. The Freedom of Russian Legion, a pro-Ukrainian force, says it is fighting Russian troops on the outskirts of the village in Russia's Belgrad region just over the border with Ukraine. The Freedom of Russian Legion said in a statement, we have active fighting on the outskirts of the village of Novaya Tavolshenka in the Belgorod region. Unfortunately, there are wounded legionnaires, but freedom is won through blood. The group describes itself as a rush as Russians fighting against Putin's government to create a Russia that would be part of the free world. Along with a Russian volunteer corps, a far-right Russian nationalist group. It said it is not working under the orders of Ukraine. According to a telegram post by regional governor Alexander Bogomaz, a village in Russia's western Bryansk region has been shelled by Ukrainian forces, setting a house on fire, but no one was injured. That's it for that for now. Ooh, yeah, it's coming. It's cu- the counteroffensive is coming. I'm sure of it. Now that I have your attention, let's move on. Let's try and fix the rest of the world. Last night, last night, the Senate passed the legislation to suspend the debt ceiling and limit federal spending, sending the bill to President Biden's desk to avoid a U.S. government default. The Senate adopted the bill known as the Fiscal Responsibility Act of 2023 by a bipartisan vote of 63 to 36, narrowly passing the 60-vote threshold. Uh, One guy... um, uh, did not vote. He wasn't in, in the Senate yesterday. I can't remember who it was. I think it was from Virginia. Uh, both. So there was only 99 who voted. Both sides acknowledged that the deal negotiated by House Speaker Kevin McCarthy and President Biden was far from perfect. Uh, but unfortunately, this was necessary because of the seizure of the debt ceiling and the American people as a hostage by the far right. 
I mean, seriously. Biden said in a statement last night, I look forward to signing this bill into law as soon as possible and addressing the American people directly tomorrow. So that should happen sometime today. Uh, provided there is not a sandbag next to the next to the desk to stop him. Uh, before the final passage, the Senate voted on 11 amendments to the bill, all of which failed. Four Democrats and Bernie Sanders joined 31 Republicans in voting against the bill. They were Senators John Fetterman, Elizabeth Warren, Ed Markey, and Jeff Merkley. Uh, Democratic Senate uh, Majority Leader Chuck Schumer tweeted, We pass the critical legislation to support American families, preserve vital programs, and avoid catastrophic default. And I look forward to President Biden signing it without delay. Among the failed amendments was one from Democratic Senator Tim Kaine of Virginia, who sought to strike a provision in the bill that fast-tracks construction of the Mountain Valley Pipeline to carry uh, natural gas from West Virginia to, to Virginia. As I predicted, Joe Manchin's uh, dirty deal stayed with the bill. Uh, Kentucky Republican Senator Rand Paul offered an amendment with more dramatic spending cuts that, than those in the bill. The legislation That failed. Uh, the legislation also officially ends a student loan repayment freeze that has been in place during the pandemic, imposes stricter work requirement requirements for food stamps, claws back some funding from the IRS and unspent COVID relief funds, and speeds up new energy markets. I'm sorry, new energy projects. In a Fox News appearance ahead of uh, the House's passage of the debt limit legislation, McCarthy said the measure, uh, the measure is just the first step of the GOP's broader agenda. The Republican speaker said this isn't the end. This doesn't solve all the problems. Social Security and Medicare is what he is talking about. Uh, though McCarthy himself agreed to take those off the table in late January. He said the majority driver of the budget is mandatory spending. It's Medicare, Social Security, interest on the debt. Adding that he ne- intends to announce a bipartisan commission to examine ways to cut spending. Uh, let me just say, Medicare and Social Security is, what is it? Is it 2%? It's not even that, from what I understand. So he's full of it. Uh, The U.S. Senate passed legislation that aims to block Biden's pending student debt cancellation plan and reverse already delivered relief. The usual suspects, Democratic Senators Joe Manchin, John Tester, along with uh, right-wing sociopath Kirsten Sinema, joined Senate Republicans in supporting H.J. Resolution 45, Uh, The Congressional Review Act resolution, which House Republicans approved last week with the help of Democratic representatives Jared Golden of Maine and Marie Glusenkamp-Perez of Washington, passed the Senate by a margin of 52 to 46. Democratic Senators uh, uh, Bennett of Colorado and Warner of Virginia didn't vote. Biden, of course, will veto the bill. Uh, the Biden administration popular move to erase up to $20,000 of student debt for millions of federal borrowers with individual incomes below $125,000 and to improve the income-driven repayment program is currently on hold as the U.S. Supreme Court considers a pair of legal challenges. 
a decision in the case is expected sometime this month, but right-wing lawmakers are doing everything in their power to stop it anyway. The legal challenges are on shaky ground, but you never know how the right-wing court will find. So, you have that. Uh, You and I have talked about PFAS numerous times, PFAS, Uh, Forever chemicals, which cause all sorts of problems with health and humans. According to the U.S. Agency for Toxic Toxic Substances and Disease Registry, PFAS is linked to cancers of the kidneys and testicles, low infant weight, suppressed immune function, and other adverse health effects. It is found in the blood of 99% of Americans and a similar percentage of people around the world. Wednesday, a new paper was released, The Devil They Knew, Chemical Documents, Analysts of Industry Influence on PFSA, PFAS Science. That's the name of the paper, The Devil They Knew. Published in the peer-reviewed journal of Annals of Global Health, it shows chemical companies concealed the dangers of PFAS. It includes documents like a 1970 DuPont internal memo, stating that PFOAC8 used to make the nonstick surface Teflon is highly toxic when inhaled and moderately toxic when injected. Uh, Tracy uh, Woodruff, who wrote the paper with Nadia Gaber Gaber and Lisa Barrow, said, These documents reveal clear evidence that the chemical industry knew about the dangers of PFAS and failed to let the public regulators and even their own employees know the risks. One 1979 DuPont report describes a range of highly toxic effects from testing PFAS on animals, including two beagles who died after Uh, being administrated a single 450 milligram dose of ammonium perfluorooctanate, PFOA. Uh, I believe that's what that is. And rats that suffered enlarged livers and eye ulcers. Uh, You know what? Why are you killing beagles in the first place? Anyway, they do that all the time. Another document from 1980 shows DuPont and 3M learned that two out of eight pregnant employees who worked making C8 had babies with birth defects, but then lied the following year in a memo declaring that we know of no evidence of birth defects caused by C8. The paper states, further, the industry used several strategies that have been shown common to tobacco, pharmaceutical, and other industries to influence science and regulation most notably suppressing unfavorable research and distorting public discourse. Among the paper's key findings, the chemical industry used using industry documents delayed disclosing the harms of PFAS, costing billions of dollars in health and environmental damages globally. The paper's authors concluded the lack of transparency and industry-driven research on industrial chemicals has significant legal, political, and public health consequences. I fully expect several states to file lawsuits to gain back health care losses. I'm sure it will happen soon. Yesterday, Ron DeSantis got a gift 
in his anti-Republican values bid against Disney. A federal judge overseeing Disney's civil free, uh, civil free speech lawsuit uh, against Florida Governor Ron DeSantis recused himself from the case days after learning that one of his relatives owned stock in the Walt Disney Company. Uh, the case will be taken over by Judge Alan Windsor, an appointee of former President Donald Trump, according to the court docket. But does that make you wonder if it's uh, it could be good for DeSantis or bad for DeSantis? A Trump judge. Judge Mark Walker made the decision to remove himself from the case despite denying DeSantis' motion for him to be disqualified. Attorneys for the governor and the other defendants had argued that Walker's remarks in a separate lawsuit drew questions about his impartiality in the Disney case. Walker, who was appointed to the bench by ex-president Barack Obama in a court filing in the United States District Court in Tallahassee, uh, Tallahassee, Florida, called the governor's argument meritless. But he nevertheless concluded in the same filing that he must disqualify himself for reasons unrelated to the defendant's meritless motion. Walker said he learned on Friday that a relative within uh, the third degree of relationship owns 30 shares of stock in Disney's parent corporation. He should have just told them to sell it. Uh, the judge said he launched an inquiry into the matter and ultimately determined that disqualification from this proceeding is required under the circumstances. Uh, now we can only get the Supreme Court to act the same way, right? Uh, a third Third degree of relationship. That's like a grandparent, a grandchild, a cousin, um, and uh, what is it? Uh, I, that's what it is. That, which I I have no idea what my uh, what my grandparents would be doing. Uh, I have no grandchildren. Um, I I haven't talked to my cousins in years. So, I don't, I don't know why he needed to recuse himself. I really don't. But, who knows? Maybe he has a close family. So, wow. How long ago was it that we talked about this and suggested Elon Musk get paid for his Starlink in Ukraine? That was like a year ago, right? Yesterday. The Pentagon said it has agreed to purchase Starlink satellite internet terminals from Elon Musk's SpaceX for use in Ukraine as Kyiv continues to defend itself against a full-scale Russian invasion. The Pentagon said in a statement, We continue to work with a range of global partners to ensure Ukraine has the satellite and communications capability they need. Satellite communications constitute a vital layer in Ukraine's overall communications network, and the department con contracts with Starlink for services of this type. <clears throat> you know, that for me, Elon Musk is super annoying, but I always thought he should get paid for his Starlink service that Ukraine has been using. With the Pentagon paying for use, this will likely allow more military use. Uh, the statement added... For operational security reasons and due to the critical nature of these systems, we do not have additional information regarding specific capabilities, contracts, or partners to provide at this time. 
Uh, Musk said in October that SpaceX wouldn't be able to continue funding use of Starlink terminals in the country out of its own coffers indefinitely. Uh, the company had asked the Pentagon to cover the cost. At one point, I, I remember at one point, uh, Elon Musk, he had, he'd pulled, he said he's going to pull them out. But a few days later, people were screaming at him on, on the Twitter. And he said, oh, okay, we'll stay. Uh, earlier this year, Gwen uh, Shotwell, president and chief operating officer, said SpaceX has been really pleased to be able to provide Ukraine connectivity and help them in their fight for freedom. But she emphasized that Starlink was never intended to be weaponized. Shotwell said in February, Ukrainians have leveraged it in ways that were unintentional and not part of any agreement. So we have to work on that at Starlink. I, I believe Ukrainians were using it, it, the internet connectivity to use drones to fight against uh, 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 Russia. And uh, actually, I believe Starlink pulled back on allowing that, which was a bad thing. Um, Shotwell added that Ukraine using Starlink as a communication system uh, for the military is fine, but our intent was never to have them used, uh, use it for offensive purposes. Uh, back then, Starlink limited capabilities, like I said. I think my point is, now that the Pentagon is paying, they will likely use it to its full, fullest extent to target Russian forces, including Russian forces who say, oh, let's just, you know, sign on to this Starlink and get some internet, Right. Uh, moving on, finally, a team of more than 40 international scientists looked at guardrails for the planetary ecosystem. For the first time, the study includes measures of justice, which includes preventing harm to countries, ethnicities, and genders, scientifically established safe limits for life. Uh, according to the new study, Earth has pushed past seven out of eight. Seven out of eight. The research was published by the International uh, Scientist Group Earth Commission in Wednesday's journal Nature. The eight limits the study looked at were climate, air pollution, phosphorus and nitrogen contamination of water from fertilizer overuse, groundwater supplies, fresh surface uh, water, the unbuilt natural environment, and the overall natural and human-built environment. Air pollution was the only planetary, planetary limit that wasn't quite at the global danger point, like it used to be. It's much better than it used to be, remember? Um, uh, global point, but was instead dangerous at local and regional levels. The study from the Swedish group said climate was beyond the harmful levels for humans in groups, uh, in groups but not quite past the safety guidelines for the planet as a system. Researchers found hotspot problems or areas throughout Eastern Europe, South Asia, the Middle East, Southeast Asia, parts of Africa, and much of Brazil, Mexico, China, and some of the U.S. West. Much of it from climate change. Co-author Christy Ebb, uh, uh, Christy Ebby, a professor of climate and public health at the University of Washington, said... We are in, in a danger zone for most of the Earth system's boundaries. Earth Commission uh, co-chair uh, Joyita Gupta, a professor of environment at the University of Amsterdam, said at a press conference, 
If planet Earth just got on an annual checkup, our doctor would say that the Earth is really quite sick right now. It is sick in terms of many different areas or systems, and the sickness is also affecting the people living on Earth. The scientists, uh, scientists said it's not a terminal diagnosis. The planet can recover if it changes, including its use of coal, oil, and natural gas, and the way it treats the land and water. The problem is, study lead author uh, John Rockstrom, director of uh, Potsdam Institute for Climate Impact Research in Germany, said, but we are moving in the wrong direction on basically all of these. Yes, as usual, we are fucked. But don't worry, Republicans keep telling me there's no such thing as global warming. Yeah, okay. It's the end of a week, man. It's the end of a week. First week of my fourth year. First week of my fourth year. You know, it was okay. Not that great. Kind of good. Yesterday was good. I liked yesterday's. Yesterday's was good. Uh, thank you so much for coming. It's, I can't tell you how much I appreciate it. I hope I get a lot, of, a lot more listeners so I can actually make a living off of this. I got up at 3 o'clock. I'm really tired. I got up so early this morning. Uh, anyway, that's it. Thanks for listening. Friday, June 2nd, 2023. I, man, do I appreciate you so much. Bring someone with you if you can t- uh, today or this weekend. PVTV, Political Views TV Podcast. That's what you Google to find me. I'll show up right at the top of the search. You can tweet to me questions, insights, or come fight with me at Cyberclops, C-Y-B-E-R-C-L-O-P-S. Or maybe you want to send me a news story or say hi, whatever. But remember, always remember, Government profit is measured by the betterment of the people. And don't you ever forget that. I'm Peter Lawrence, reporting from Los Angeles.